Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? It's a sad, sad day in the football world. Yeah, yesterday was tough. Dude, I'm still angry. Like, I like I told, I told talked to myself today. I'm like, do we just cancel today? Like, like a morning. <laughs> I need a day of mourning just because right. I'm upset. I know I'm going to lash out. I did wear black today, so, you mm-hmm. know. I'm wearing. I mean, not on the recording, but at uh, work. At oh. work. <laughs> I looked right over at you. I even think the Oakley looks like a navy blue. Right. It uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not wearing any black right now. That. My headphones are black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my mic. So my watch is black. Oh, my so, There yeah. it is. Yeah, there we go. That seems like a thing. That counts. Yeah. Actually, if you were up into, don't even wear black anymore. It's really no. Weird. I don't know how we got on the subject, but we're in mourning. Yeah, we're in mourning. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, that was a tough loss. If you're a Bengals fan, yeah, still love them. It was a fun ride. I mean, in my lifetime, I've never made two AFC championships or Super Bowl. So um, it's still very, very fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into it more. Absolutely. But let's start with the Eagles 49ers. Oh, I thought we were going to start with cheese. Oh, you want to start with cheese? I figured we just. just Guys, about we have the cheese. It's in a box in my fridge. <laughs> from Wisconsin. I read it in a book. Yeah, in a book. <laughs> W-H-I-T. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, we just watched that. I, Naomi had never seen it. What? Yeah. And so we watched. And there's, I forget what game they're playing, but when uh, the announcer's like, he's ballless now. And yeah. I just busted out laughing. <laughs> and she's like, that's all it takes for you, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a simple push. Yeah. Dude, that is my favorite, one of my favorite Ben Stiller, still, yeah, ben Stiller movies of all time. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's, he, I always heard that it's um, it's a sequel to Heavyweights is what I've always heard where he's the oh. camp counselor and then he moves on to a gym owner and, but it's the same character. Um, I think it's one of the fan theories I've seen. Yeah, uh, it seems very believable that that's a thing. I mean, my favorite part of it is that his wife plays the female lead. Yeah, and she seems and she so is disgusted. disgusted by him. We should mate. What date? <laughs> we should date. You know, socially. Yeah, dude, that movie, I could quote that movie all day. So then when, on Sunday, when you guys come over, yeah. I'm back to the bar, I'm like, I'm white. <laughs> I'm white. W-H-I-T. E. <laughs> okay, focus. Right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So go we go have ahead. the cheese. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah, the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do a live stream next Sunday. Yep. During the Pro Bowl. Yep. Uh, we're saying live stream. We've got to figure out how to do that. Make sure we know how to do it. Otherwise, we'll, we'll record it. And we'll post it on Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. Yes. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be so, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm, so I was down in Tennessee with my family. My sister, Ashley, I was down in Tennessee with. So you don't get all pissy when I don't mention you because you got all angry last week uh, <laughs> down there visiting. And I brought this up and I read off all the cheeses and they're like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I'm like, for you people, right. for you weirdos, I was like, I'm sure the other three of you, Naomi, Nicole, and you are going to love this stuff. Yeah. I picked out ones that I would like because yeah. I know I'm going to be eating most of it. Yeah, yeah, you will. You, I mean, Nicole will be yeah. crushing it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure Naomi will too because you guys are, I guess, normal people, as most normal people would say. And I'm, yeah. I'm the weirdo. In you scenario. are the weirdo. But I still feel like I need to get like a brie or a soft cheese. What, what? I don't even care. Whatever. It's yeah. like eight cheeses. I know, but they're all like nice cheese. Yeah, but I don't like cheese. That's like saying, I'm afraid of spiders. And if you gave me a small spider, it's but, still a spider. But I'll here's the out. thing. What if you like all eight and the fans don't get the reaction they're looking for? I, I got to bring in one that you're actually so going to hate. I know one I'm not going to like. I don't like cheese. I don't like horseradish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's the only one. I'm that like, one looks oh, so good. I don't like either of those things. <laughs> yeah, they can't be good together because there's nothing else in food that they I like both of. Phenomenal together. I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, maybe I won't get an extra one. I mean, if you guys want to make a full day of it, by all means, do it. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be disgusting. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, We're gonna have wine. Yeah. Get some cheese. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna drink some wine. That mm-hmm. that's gonna happen, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, apparently I'm the weirdo. So there you go. Yeah. But yeah, we got it in the fridge. We'll pull it out next Sunday. Yes. Uh, and our social media manager did alert us. We got our first message from the fans. Woo! Yeah. So uh, we did confirm JG Wentworth nationwide. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, I, hand to God. I know in this day and age, you could just Google that. I don't know why I never did. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't I'm, either. I'm really glad. Mm-hmm. That someone told me because it was much yeah. easier than being like. Oh, it yeah. was great. It was wonderful. Thank you for messaging. Yeah. Thank you for letting us know. If our fans can do all the research, that'd be great. Absolutely. Like if you just <laughs> want to tell me what's going to happen next week, that I can just read off. That would be that'd be excellent. Right. Just yeah. a drink. <laughs> yeah. Give, give us a script. Yeah. Exactly. Don't even think about it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Football was thrown. Excellent. <laughs> Got it. Um, anyway, speaking of footballs being thrown or not thrown. That's that's a great segue. The Eagles 49ers. Well, yeah, especially, especially the not-throw balls. <laughs> right, right. I, 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 we'll, I, we'll get into it. Um, this was... This, it was this, sad. This, this, it was sad. All in all, this was probably the weirdest AFC and NFC championship game combo I've ever witnessed in my life. And I've probably yeah. watched them all since I was 11. Yeah. So that's 22 years. Oh my God, it's 22 years. We're getting old, man. We're getting old. <laughs> oh, Nicole's legs started. I get to sit here and BS all day. Nicole's <laughs> legs started hurting when she was driving yesterday back home. Uh-huh. She's like, my knee hurts driving. And she gave me crap for years. And I was like, you're finally catching up. Yeah. She's got all these weird pains and stuff. And she's like, you can't be hurting. I'm like, no, I am hurting. And now she's like, what is this? Is this from just being alive? And I'm like, oh yeah. Just in constant pain. Yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, this was so the Eagles went thirty-one to seven, and it really wasn't like they scored a lot of points. The Eagles did, but it really didn't feel like like an onslaught because there was no big passes. They just ran all over the 49ers defense. Yeah, I mean they had four rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and that was I think it tied the record for a, either a playoff game or a conference championship game. It did. Yeah, yeah, and Jalen Hurts threw for a Tannehill line of 121 yards. <laughs> At the same time, he's got a hurt shoulder. Yeah, it's wonderful that he didn't have to throw. Yeah, well, not wonderful for the Chiefs. I wish he would probably wore him out, but he didn't. Yeah. yeah, the big story in this one was Brock Purdy hurt his elbow at like the first or second drive of the game. Um, he got hit uh, on a drop back, and the guy kind of stretched his elbow out. And they're saying now it was a tear of the UCL uh, ligament. And your elbow, which happens a lot with baseball players, that's where Tommy John surgery comes from. That's where what they're looking up. repairing that ligament. Yeah. Um, so he went to the sideline and c- couldn't really feel the ball. He was saying that he had just pain all over. It felt like shocks in his arm from his elbow to his wrist. So then they bring in their fourth string quarterback, Josh Johnson, who is on his 75th team. Yeah, he's exaggerating, <laughs> but it is like 22. Yeah. It's something outrageous. Yeah. It's a third stint with the Niners. Just ridiculous. And he couldn't do anything, which you're going up against the number two defense in the league. Yeah. Um, And then in the third quarter, he gets hit and knocked down and gets a concussion. So then they're prepping McCaffrey 
with a QB helmet that has the radio in it um, because he is their emergency. Him and Juszczyk are the emergency quarterbacks. Juszczyk. Yeah. But instead of doing that, they bring in Purdy, who can't throw the ball more than five or ten yards. Yeah. Yes, and, that, yeah. Yeah. And so it was just a bunch of runs, which at that point the game, you know, they kept it close in the first half for a little bit. But at that point, the game was out of reach. And so it just felt like they kind of conceded, which sucks. Yeah, I don't really know why they put Purdy back in. Because I'm like, there's two scenarios here. You you think this kid could be your future. Mm-hmm. His arm is in pain. And you put him back in. He, and he threw the ball a handful of times. Maybe like two like, more times. Two times, I think. But like, at the same time, if that's Mahomes or Burrow, you're not putting him back in. Right. Like at that point, you're like, you know what? We're on our fifth. Our running back is, should be playing quarterback. And they probably would have had a better chance of McCaffrey you know, yeah. could have played quarterback because he probably would have ran all over him. They probably would have let him too. Like, oh, okay, like you're down 30 points. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the, I mean, they started stacking nine in the box. Well, of course. Which they was ridiculous. So I don't know if you, McCaffrey threw one ball and he threw it to nobody, but he did throw like 30 yards yeah, down the field. It was a very good throw as far as distance. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know if they, like, if they had done a wildcat with him and Debo in the backfield, I don't know if Philly just would have stacked the box more. And then, like, okay, try to make a throw against Darius Slay yeah. and James Bradbury and see what happens. I mean, there was no scenario at that point that were winning the game. That, that, there was right. And maybe that's right. what it was. But at that point, like, take your starters out then. You know, yeah. you McCaffrey to get hurt. Like, no one's blaming you. You're 10 minutes left in the game. You're down, what, 25 points or, what, 24 points? Like, come mm-hmm. on. you're not winning. Well, and I think that's why Trent Williams was just like, I'm going to throw this dude. Did yeah. you see that? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, there was a big fight, and Trent Williams ended up just, like, picking up this DB and throwing him down. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. This is where Trent, Trent Williams is, like, 360 yeah. pounds of just pure man, and he picked up, like, a 140-pound child. Yeah. He just hurled. Yeah, <laughs> like it was nothing. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. So they were obviously frustrated. You had that linebacker that was, like, punching at the ball, like he was Rocky Balboa. Yeah, they did say that. Like, <laughs> well, from directly from them. Like, yeah, he was like, just throwing yeah. big haymakers. Like it was just, it was a, a sag. It was a very unfortunate game for the 49ers. and it was really like they should have had the lead. Like that first quarter could have gone a lot differently because oh, yeah. of that Devontae Smith catch. Yeah, catch. Yeah. Um, if you didn't see it, uh, it was the Eagles. I think first drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the first yeah. down, it was fourth and three. Yeah, it was fourth down, and they were, like, midfield, and uh, they decided to go for it. And Jalen Hurts heaves this bomb to Devontae Smith, which he reached up with one hand and made this amazing catch. But when he came down, the ball came loose. And they rushed back to the line, didn't give San Francisco a chance to challenge it, and ended up getting a touchdown. So... And it wasn't until after they came back from a commercial break where Fox is like, here's the angle where it shows he didn't actually catch it. So my question is, why did Kyle Shanahan not challenge that immediately? I don't know. Especially on a fourth and three. Like, right. Even if you lose it, it was a timeout. But if you get the ball on your own, like on the 50-yard line, like that's definitely worth a timeout. Right. Because like the argument that he – shouldn't was there wasn't a replay showing that Devontae Smith dropped it but he got up immediately and was making the signal like rushing the offense back to the line and if the receiver is making that (laughs) that's true like 
maybe you should take a second look. Because if he had actually made the catch, he probably would have been celebrating, like yeah. doing a first down thing, whatever. No. He's like, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I've never heard of it. You know what? That's a very valid point. I've never heard a receiver be like, yeah, I didn't catch the ball. Like, that, they don't right. do that unless they don't ever argue unless they know, like, all right, that was really bad. Right. And he got up and said, no huddle, let's go. Yeah. Don't care what the play is. So if they challenged that, the call would have been overturned. San Francisco would have had the ball because it was fourth down. It would have been a turnover on downs. Mm-hmm. And they would have been in midfield. Maybe Purdy uh, – you, you never know this. I'm just speculating at this point. But maybe Purdy feels more comfortable at midfield or the play calling changes because they're at midfield and they're not backed up. Yeah. Where that pass rush isn't just coming after him. Maybe he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. And that would change the course of the game. A lot of what if, but you, yeah. know, so you don't know. It wouldn't right. be true. So. Right. All I know is that kid's out at least six months, which is going to take him into training, deep in the training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if he comes back from that Tommy John. And I mean, basically, instead of just icing Trey Lance out of the situation, they have a chance now. Right. So I saw it on, or maybe I heard on a, the radio or something. So 49ers quarterback, week one of next year, do you think it'll be Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo or McCaffrey. <laughs> Is that an option? Tom Brady. Tom, it won't be. I don't see a world where. I mean, Brady. No. It's. No? It, I think it'll be Trey Lance. And here's why. You're not just going to trade him away. It's okay to have a quarterback controversy if they're both playing well. They're not going to rush Purdy back. Tommy John is very serious. I don't see him taking snaps in August trying to get in there September unless he's just – the doctors are like, yeah, your week's clear, you're good to go. So I think Trey Lance, he got hurt so early, and he'll be yeah. completely back from his ACL by then. Uh, maybe he won't be 100% as far as mentally because I think that's a big mental injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Trey Lance takes the snaps first. Garoppolo will be gone. You think so with Purdy having that injury? Yeah, because why would he re-sign, why would he re-sign where he knows he's done or go out and get a mega contract from Tennessee, Green Bay, someone that's going to not have a quarterback next year, the Jets. I mean, the Jets are – you put Garoppolo in there at the Jets, they might take that division. Their defense yeah. is just so good. And they have – well, now with McCaffrey, they have, a, I would say, a very equal offense to uh, the Niners as far as the tight end. Yeah. But your receivers are amazing. Yeah. Brees Hall will be back. He's amazing. Your defense is incredible. Like you have a very similar situation out in New York. So and he he'll do well in the, in the you know New York lifestyle. I mean, if they don't get Rodgers, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they'll pay <laughs> someone will give them hundred hundred million for five years guarantee or not. That's that's low now. Sorry, maybe yeah. two hundred million for five years guaranteed. Someone will do it. I'll do it. Titans will do it. You can take Tannehill for Rodgers or Garoppolo. I'll take either one. You're not paying Garoppolo that though. I'll pay Garoppolo that. You would pay Garoppolo. I love how Garoppolo. much. I'm, I'm two hundred over five years. You would give Garoppolo forty mil a year. That's what someone will pay him that. No. Yeah, some desperate team that wants to sell some tickets. That I think, I think that would be a very dumb decision. In my it, mind. It, it might be, it, and it, we, it might not pay off down the road. Like it's, after two years, you might be like, eh. But like Garoppolo, we're going to give you forty mil to not throw a touchdown because yep. that's when you're at your best. Yes. As long as we win, I don't care what happens. You can go down with the quarterback for a life. <laughs> I've got over to Tennessee. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. We can get to that, too. Um, yeah. That's why it'll be, it'll be a fun offseason with all the quarterbacks. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, this was a 
onslaught for the Eagles. Uh, and, yeah. and I don't think it really showcased all the Eagles' talents either. No. They didn't have to really – they just kept – Hurts just didn't have to throw the ball, and they were very happy with that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they run it and get four rushing touchdowns against Kansas City, I think they're going to win. Yeah, because <laughs> if you make them throw, they can throw. They're right. They're throwing teams in the league. So they don't have to throw. They're going to control the clock, and they're, yeah. they're going to pound you in the, like, the middle of the field, and you're never going to get the ball. Yeah. Like, if A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith get a couple catches because the offense is just rolling, yep. they're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, kudos to the Eagles. They're back mm-hmm. here. For, last time uh, was 2017, led by the famous Nick Foles. Philly, Philly. Yeah. <laughs> not Carson Wentz. For the right. record, not Carson Wentz. Hey, he got them there. He, yeah. So, <clears throat> before we get into the Bengals-Chiefs game, just because you brought it up, so this is one seed versus one seed because yep. the Chiefs won. It's the first time it's happened since that Super Bowl with the Patriots and the Eagles. Really? The Eagles were the one seed in the NFC because uh-huh. Carson Wentz was – that was his, that was his like, MVP. MVP year. Yeah, his stats went to the roof. And yeah. Hurt, and then he's never been the same. He's since. never been the same, yes. Yeah. But he did have a good year. I think Nick Foles just – whatever ego was left <laughs> after that injury, I think Nick Foles just popped it. Doesn't he have a statue outside of the stadium now? If he doesn't, they should put one there. They should. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Right. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while you're looking at that. Yes. Chiefs Bengals. Uh, I'm sure most of you watched it since we are Cincinnati based. Um, so the Chiefs won 23 to 20 on a last second field goal. This was as disappointing as it was for a Bengals fan. It was a great game. Uh, there was a lot. It, I mean, it was a close game. There was a lot of back and forth. The momentum switched a lot. Um, there's a lot going on. Did you find it? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> there is a gold statue outside of... Of Foles? Yes. Uh, outside of Lincoln Financial, Lincoln Financial Park. There's a, hold on. And now, thanks to Bud Light giving a shout out, a bronze statue depicting the moment Nick Foles asked head coach Doug Peterson, you want Philly Philly, has been erected <laughs> outside of Lincoln Financial Field. Is this real? I swear. What's the source? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so, fan buzz. Fan buzz? Hold on. Sure. Let me find something better. Okay. Uh, okay, NBC Sports. That's pretty legit. Bud Light unveils Philly special statue of Doug. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a, his ego is done. Yeah. I mean, how do you recover from something like that? Yeah, yeah, you can't. No. But yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Chiefs-Bengals game. Patrick Mahomes is a freak. Uh, I know we're going to talk about more, but his stat line, he had over 300 passing yards. He had two touchdowns. He And his biggest play was a run where he had tweaked his ankle in the third quarter and couldn't really move. And then in the fourth quarter when they needed him, he got a run. Yeah. Like, he was just ridiculous. He was making throws. Like, that fourth and one throw uh, to Kelsey, like, his throws to MVS, they were just crazy. So, yeah. Mahomes is ridiculous. On the flip side, Burrow, um, the offensive line struggled. He got sacked a lot. A lot of that was him holding on to the ball. He threw a couple picks. He just wasn't as sharp as he has been. Mm-hmm. But he was still making some dimes. Like that, oh, yeah. that throw to Higgins, Ooh. ridiculous. That throw to Chase and double coverage down the field. Like, <laughs> the one where he hit Chase in the helmet? Dude, they were like, like you really can't. Like, like John Madden hits him in the helmet. <laughs> like, 
I was like, does he have a concussion? <laughs> I couldn't imagine the jump <laughs> right. side of the head. Right. I thought he was going to be knocked out. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a great game. Like, since his defense got that fumble where Mahomes just, the ball slipped out of his hand. That was weird. It was super weird. So, like, there were a lot of good moments in the game. Um, the difficult thing, the refs just suck. They were awful. Yeah. It, and, again, I said this to you before the podcast. So, <laughs> it's a two, it's two separate conversations. The Bengals had every opportunity to win this game. Even when they lost, it's because of a stupid flag. That was a 60-yard field goal. They're not making that field goal. They're probably throwing a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. So, these are two separate conversations. The Bengals should have won that game. They lost it themselves due to poor play. Burrow made mistakes. Should have gone to overtime at least. At least gone to overtime and had a shot at it. On the other side, did the refs cause the Bengals to lose? No. We had other opportunities to win the game. That was the worst officiating. And I'll go ahead and go to the Eagles game. That was probably the worst Mm -hmm. two officiating games I've ever seen. I mean, that weird situation where it was third and nine, we stopped Mahomes. It was like he only got a five-yard pass and we're going to punt. And then all of a sudden, like a minute later, like, oh, yeah, that play didn't count. Let's do that again. Like, what? After they had to respot the ball right yes. before that. Mm-hmm. And the punting team came out. Wasn't it that they like, threw them back, like, pushed them back to the side? Like, no, no, no. They, they let them come out and they were like, wait a minute. Oh, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And that, that was weird. And then, the, like, the late call, like, P. Ryan got murdered or Mixon did it out of bounds, like, on the mm-hmm. first quarter. But then when Mahomes did it, 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 did, it counted. And I don't know, man. It was just, I don't, I'm not a big believer that the NFL rigs games. I don't, no. I don't, that's too far. Do I believe? The refs were favoring the Chiefs. It seemed like that. Again, it's not the reason we lost, but there was mm-hmm. something going on. Like, what? Why? How many times in big games have we seen this? With with the the Eagles and Saints, or the Vikings and Saints? Was that a couple years ago? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the pass, the pass interference, pass, yeah. pass interference call, and like they didn't throw. Like he got hit two seconds for the ball got there. They didn't yeah. call it. Like all these big games we talk about. That's all in the championship games. Mm-hmm. Why is that happening? Yeah, I mean the Mahomes hit out of bounds was that was that was clear, a bad hit. clearly a late hit, and yeah. you know if Burrow were running along the side, I'm sure he would get the same call. Yeah, um, but there is this like just gross feeling. Oh yeah, that the refs were just. It seemed like every call was going Kansas City's way. Like there, I remember we were watching it and. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Uh, Michael Hilton, Mike Hilton, got called for a pass interference. Oh yeah, where he kind of hooked the guy a little bit, and Naomi leaned over to me. We were at this party, and she leaned over to me, and she's like, "Is that really a foul?" And I'm like, "That's a penalty in like week two. Yeah, they don't typically call that in the playoffs. Yeah, like it was so close. Like they don't typically call it. There was one where Hayden Hurst got blown up. Yeah, and they went back and fixed that one and called it, but." Like, the intentional grounding on Burrow, like, you could have argued that there was a guy close enough. Yeah. Like, that's 10 yards, any direction, not, not like, this way or that way. Like, any direction, there's 10 yards of receivers in the area. It's not intentional grounding. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like that. And I think Mike, is it Mike Herrera that was on, uh, the lead referee? Am I saying that? Mike Herrera. Mike Herrera, yeah. Mm -hmm. He, He disagreed with half the goals. Even that one, Hilton, he was like, well, he's like, his, his hand's on his waist, but you'd like to see a pull or a hit. Usually you get that hit turn, yeah. which is what slows the receivers down. But he's like, I don't see it. And then the play, um, where they, when I was talking about third and nine, like he was like, I don't know well, what's going on. 
they called a hold on us at one point. And he was like, I don't agree with that either. Like, yeah. It was a lot of, and usually they agree with the, the refs. And just so you guys know, these refs, this is like an honor. It's like a, a bonus to be able to referee mm-hmm. these games. These are supposed you, to be the best ones. You get, yeah, they're the best. You get paid more. And they take all your accurate calls and actually look at it throughout the year. And they take the best set of referees, and that's how you make the cut. So they're getting paid more to do these games, and you have to be damn good to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why this debacle happened. Yeah, I was um, listening to Pat McAfee before this, and the head ref from the Bengals game, I forget what his name is, Torbert, something like that. Yeah. He... I guess was the ref in the Super Bowl last year mm-hmm. and had that phantom roughing the passer that Logan Wilson had yeah. where he like swiped at Stafford and they called it roughing the passer on, which shouldn't have been a roughing the passer. No. And it's just like another one of those things where it's like, does this guy like, did the Bengals do something to this guy or is he like, are they just bad? Like the refs can, in my mind, the refs are just bad. Yeah. Like the, the amount of missed calls, and it's not just the Bengals game. Like, the Eagles 49ers game had some questionable stuff, like you said. Yeah. Like, I think you need to fix the reps. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the NFL rigging games. Yeah, I don't I, I don't go that far. I just don't think – I mean, I don't I don't think the NFL wants to promote Patrick Mahomes. I think – Sure. I think it's weird that Mahomes has a contract with uh, State Farm. And mm-hmm. Herbert's got, or not Herbert, uh, Herbert's got SoFi and got, ran that's a stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like Burrow's playing just as well as these guys. Allen's even a Gillette commercial. He's in some weird Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, which I don't really understand. But Bur- I'm like, why doesn't Burrow have something yet? He's a big name. He was a big name in college. Like, wh- it's like, I do believe people don't want them to win. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think it goes as far as the refs rigging the games right. or the NFL rigging the games. But I mean, maybe they just need more refs. I mean, yeah. just hire. You can afford it. I know you can. You just increase the cap. So mm-hmm. put three more refs out there. Well, I think the refs are part. Like most of the refs are part time. Oh yeah. And so the ones that take the jobs with the networks, so like Gene Steratore and Mike Pereira and all those guys, they left because they're making more money. Yeah. And so, and they're the good ones. Yeah. Like, what are the bad ones making? Exactly. Yeah. Like, if this is a part time thing where you get you know, whatever it is, whatever you get paid. And you're like, oh, I want to make a name for myself or, or whatever. Like, it just, it feels gross. Yeah, I agree with that. But mm-hmm. the Bengals should have won. And like I said, I'll, I'll separate the conversation with my, I will try my best to separate the conversation yeah. with my fan. Like, Mahomes, nothing but respect. He could, be, he never could walk that entire game. Every time he came off the field, on the field, he was limping. Some one point he threw the ball, he stepped four times, like going forward with momentum, never put his right leg down. Yeah. Because he couldn't. Yep. I, and then you know maybe he has something to take the edge off the pain, but you know that they didn't numb it because you can't – that's dangerous. You can't play like that. He made some amazing throws. He's infuriating to, like, play against. Yes. I mean, in our defense did – our defense did well because every time they got in the red zone, we stopped them. Mm-hmm. But Burrow could not score quick enough to keep up. And then we never got to Mahomes. Like, we did towards right. the end more, but, like, I feel like most time we make his life a like, – just awful by, by blitzing and yeah. pressure on him and making him move. I'm like, I would drop five or six guys every time. He I was, can't move. Yeah, I was confused by that. Like, you know the guy has a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Attack him. Yeah, nonstop. Like, like yeah, he'll burn you a couple times. He will, but he'll get yeah. scared. And you hit him once or twice right in the hip, like, yeah. he's going to flinch. He's going to be scared. He's going to get rid of the ball quicker. 
Um, yeah, like your defense has been a second half team the whole year. Yep. So like, let them get after him in the first half and knock him down again, thinking about it. Yep. And then give your chance, your offense a chance to come back in the second half. Yep, I agree. Yeah, but Bur- Burrow really, I don't know about Burrow in that game. He made one bonehead interception. It looked like Dak Prescott out there throwing the dang ball. Um, and, and then he just, you said it, you said it yourself, some of his throws were like laser accurate. Like mm-hmm. I, you, you couldn't have, in a video game, you couldn't have thrown the ball better. Right. Um, but some of his some of his decision making by like holding the ball very long, like even you know you a bad offensive line, like I didn't understand any of that. Uh, and he just seemed like he made like there was a throw to P Ryan like one yard down the field. He threw at him, and like P Ryan hadn't even turned around yet. Yeah. And I'm like, I know you're like he, you're, he seemed like he was playing scared. That's what it seemed like. And I know he got sacked. I mean, five times is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I don't know. He he never. I've never seen him play scared like that before. I mean, the other thing, like, where was their run game? <laughs> I, I don't know, man, but I love Joe Mixon to death, but Pete Ryan is outrushing him day in and day out. Yeah. I think, I mean, if Mixon struggles next year early on, I think they might bench him and put Pete Ryan in as the full-time starter. Like, Joe Burrow was the leading rusher. Yeah. Oh, I know, with less carries. Now, granted, because he had that one QB sneak that was like 20 yards. Right. Um, but Mixon struggled. He, uh, I don't know. He, he did okay last week. That's, I think that's why we won the game, though. We had a, we had a ru- good rushing attack. Right. And then like, we kept Allen on, on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It, it's all sad to talk about. I mean, I think our, Higgins played well. Chase played well. Boy, had a couple big catches. Hurst played well. I hope we keep him signed because mm-hmm. he's a free agent next year. Uh, but, no, big win for the Chiefs. Kudos. Especially he's down to, like, fifth and sixth string receivers. Oh, right. He's, his starting DB is out, like so he's losing, missing all these people. But there's no way he wins this game. And then freaking Valdez Scantling gives 116 yards. It's a career game. I'm like, this is like, come on, it's like watching Tom Brady when he had like no one at receiver except for his little slot receivers mm-hmm. and just tore everybody apart. That's what it looked yeah. like to me. Yeah. So with for the Bengals moving forward, you know they tried to rebuild that offensive line, and they did. And that offensive line really came together in the second half of the season. And then, obviously, you have the injuries. But you have Boyd, who they're going to have to figure out what to do with him. Jesse Bates was tagged this year, so you got to figure out what to do with him. Burrow is probably going to get paid. Oh, he's yeah, Burrow's getting paid. Yeah. So, like, where do you see them looking this year, well, this offseason? They got 16, I think I said 44 million right now with the cap increase. So, they have a that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Burrow, I think, is going to. I think he's going to get paid, but I don't think he's going to be the. I think I don't think he cracks the top five. Okay, I think he does a Tom Brady making maybe like thirty, thirty-five million a year, or like easily enough. He'll get an endorsement deal somewhere. Someone in Cincinnati is going to give this kid a deal. Um, I, I think they let. I don't like it, but I think they let Bates go. I don't know why they think Dax Hill is his replacement. I don't fully understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's what the, it seems like. That's what they believe. Um, I think DJ Reader's a free agent. I think you have, oh, to, you have to sign Reader. Yeah. I feel like you need Hayden Hurst. Burrow tends to play better with a really good tie. The last last year you had Uzama. He left and got paid. I think you pay Hurts at least a three-year deal. Um, give him $30, $40 million. Not a big cap hit and keep him. I think you have to keep Boyd. I think Bo- I think Burrow's going to have a conversation with his receivers mm-hmm. because I think it's going to be like, look, if I'm if I'm doing this, you're all doing this. Like, boy, yeah. You, yeah, you can go to the Titans and break the bank. Or you can stay here and make five less million a year. We'll win a freaking Super Bowl, and I think that's mm-hmm. the conversation Burrow's probably going to have to have with these guys. 
because they seem like a tight knit group. Like, they let's, do. let's all make some money. Don't get me wrong. You earned it. Mm-hmm. But if we want to win, we can't bankrupt the team. Right. That's what I think. I think I think Jesse Bates walks, who I don't agree with. I think we resign everybody else. I think somehow they find a way to keep Boyd on the team. So that's the thing. Like if you can keep that offense together, like with Burrow and Boyd and Higgins and Chase, like I think Inarumo has done enough with the defense where they're going to have enough guys, like scheme wise, to oh, be yeah. competitive. Mm-hmm. And with Burrow. He said this, like, the championship window is his whole career, which is true. Like, he is a generational quarterback, like Mahomes, that as long as you give him something, he should be able to get you to the conference championship every year. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think if you, throw, you get a defensive back, you, you get a good defensive back and or safety in there, um, and one more good offensive lineman that can be moved around, mm-hmm. I, I think – that's it. That, that's really all you're short. I mean, I just I love Eli Apple, but I, I just I we need a lockdown corner. Yeah. If you, if you have a lockdown corner, you get Jalen Ramsey on your team somehow, or Marcus, not Marcus Peters, Jesus Pete's, um, whatever the Ravens defensive back. I can. Oh, Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I know it's not Marcus Peters. <laughs> uh, he's a freaking commentator. Um, yeah. I think you, you your team is deadly. Well, Awuzie should be back, which he will help. Sh- he should. I just I think you need. A, I think. Go out, do what LA did. Go out and yeah. get, go trade for a defensive back. Go get JC Horn if you can. Go get Dude, some. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go get Derwin James. I don't know. Give me somebody that can be like you're terrified to throw at. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, we have a very interesting. Because our offense is going to be, we're going to put up 20, 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. You can make that defense even better or get like a defensive tackle that just like, Dominican Sue leaves the Eagles and comes over and plays for us next year. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I don't know. I love I love that side of football, and I'm so excited to talk about that. This <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. Yeah, but yeah, kudos to the Chiefs. It was a good win. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to learn how to stop throwing things. Actually, we talks. I'm going to buy some sort of anger stuffed animal and nice. like, hurl that. You know, choke that, rip the head off, things like that. You know, that way it's a little more calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of you know my phone. That's, so that's gross. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> I'm not going to break this. I'm going to kill that. <laughs> I'm going to break the thing I'm allowed to break. Yeah, it's called being an adult. <laughs> Gosh, so I bought myself a stuffed animal. Right, right. <laughs> Your therapy stuffed animal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was conference championship week. Um, we'll obviously talk about the Super Bowl more next week. Yeah, yeah. we have a couple weeks. Yeah, and, and stuff will happen. Injuries will happen. Mm-hmm. They'll get updates. So we want to make sure we have the most up-to-date information before we start digging into the, how the Eagles are going to beat you know, the Chiefs. So, Are you picking that now? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just a conversation time. Oh, okay. It was saying, well, you'll be the Chiefs. We wanted more data to be able to predict the game better. That's all. You're sick of that. Yeah. You keep saying beat the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing something. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Even game, you're going to beat them. It's fine. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we'll talk about that more next week. But we got mm-hmm. some stuff that we want to touch on. Yes. Now. Let's, let's, let's go through the uh, yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, so they announced, uh, I think it was last week, uh, finalists for the big awards in the NFL. So we're just going to run through those. Um, we'll talk about kind of what we think um, and who we think should win it. So I'm going to kind of cherry pick these by the ones that I think aren't as interesting into the ones that are. I love it. Cool. All right. I think this is an easy one. Defensive Rookie of the Year. The three finalists are Sauce, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tariq Woolen. Sauce is a first-team All-Pro. Woolen's for Seattle, right? Yes. He was, he was good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know how 
Whoops. I don't know how Sauce doesn't win this. He's got to. Hutchinson played great. In the, the, I, I, can't, I can't say his name. So Seattle's... Uh, Tariq Wollin. I'm going to go with Tariq. 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 Yeah. He played well. Especially he got better and better as the season went on. Whereas like Sauce, like day one, was like, yeah, you're not going to throw at me. Um, yeah. And that was it. So I think Sauce takes that easy. Easily. Yeah. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. This one's interesting. Uh, yeah. Because it's Garrett Wilson... Wide receiver for the Jets, Kenneth Walker running back for the Seahawks, and Brock Purdy. Those are the three finals. See, I don't know why Chris Olave is not in there. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then what's his name? The running back from uh, the Texans. Uh, oh, Damian Pierce. Him. Yes. Yeah. Really well. I mean, I think you, I think you have to give it to Garrett Wilson, but because Purdy only came in halfway, I, I don't think you. So could, Walker. Like, Garrett Wilson's the only one who played a full season. Well, right. Penny got hurt, like, week four mm-hmm. or five, and then he came in. Yeah, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, – I don't know. I think Walker had a huge impact, but I think Garrett Wilson played the entire season, and he balled out compared to the other receivers in New York. I, f- I yeah. feel like you got to give it to Garrett Wilson. Like, I think Garrett Wilson is going to win. I would love to see Brock Purdy win that award. Absolutely. He, I, don't, I don't think he will, but he was undefeated as a starter – and it, was, it wasn't like he wasn't putting up numbers. Like, he was putting up 200, 250 yards, a mm-hmm. couple touchdowns every time. Yeah. Like. And the problem with it, and this is what, because it's supposed to be regular season. Mm-hmm. It's, it never is. I mean, for Purdy's advantage, he got hurt, and the Niners just had a complete meltdown. Yeah. So, I mean, that that, that should prove he's more of an MVP, you know, rookie of the year talent. Right. Um, I think, ultimately, Garrett Wilson is just a little sexier of a pick. Yeah, I think so. I think he wins that one. Yep. Uh, comeback player of the year. So we have Saquon, Giants running back. You guys know him. Christian McCaffrey going over to the 49ers. And Geno Smith. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I have to go Geno Smith. The fact that he was a backup quarterback for seven years after he was a second-round bust. Mm-hmm. Ow! That was my hand, people. It's fine. Um, and the fact that... Clip he, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven years as a backup and just comes in with a defense that's non-existent or shouldn't be existent mm-hmm. with a rookie running back and Lockett still playing well, aging, and you have a beast in Metcalf, and he just he goes to the playoffs. Like, yeah. I, I, that's a, it was a great comeback story. I love Saquon's doing well, but I don't know how you don't pick Gino here. Yeah, I mean, Gino set the franchise record for passing yards, right? Yep. Like, this was – he was he wasn't even supposed to be there. Like, the, they got rid of Russell. We're like, we'll take Drew Locke. Yeah. Because he might be able to run our offense. Yeah. And then Gino's like, no, no, I got this. Well, the kicker is – and then Locke got COVID in the preseason. So – he wasn't even like locked in to be the starter. Like him, right. Carroll had not made a decision, and then Gino was like, "All right, I guess you're the quarterback." Gino, like, I don't have another choice. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And he beat Russell week one. Yeah, and yeah, and after Russell was there for twelve years, sells franchise records. Gino shatters one of them in the first year. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's gotta be him. Yeah, and again, Saquon McCaffrey had great years. I love both of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're super fun to watch, uh, but I think it has to be Gino. Yep, I agree. Coach of the year. This one. Okay. So we have Brian Dable of the Giants, Sean McDermott of the Bills, Doug Peterson, Jaguars, uh, Kyle Shanahan for the Niners, and Nick Sirianni for the Eagles. I would say Dable or uh, 
crap, who's that one you said? Not Sariani, not Shanahan. Um, Doug Peterson? Peterson. Yeah. Um, I think Dable will win. The Giants had him in the playoffs in forever. Uh, I think it was like 2015 when Eli was there. They had him in the playoffs. Ago. Um, I think he's a sexier pick, I think, because he's his first-time coach. Whereas, like, yeah, Doug Peterson coached well. Yeah, no duh. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you couldn't have got much worse with Urban, and then you put a stable, smart coach in, and you get success. Like, I think that's going to hurt Doug Peterson in the voting. But they both made the playoffs yeah. you know, with, with sucky teams the year before. But I think Dable takes it. I think what you said, him being a first-year coach, might work against him. Where it's like you're, really? like you're a new guy, so let's see if you can do it again type of thing. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan has a shot just because the 49ers went through so many quarterbacks yep. and still were the two seed and, um, you know, obviously made it to the conference championship. Sean McDermott is an amazing guy. Like, the way he handled the DeMar Hamlin stuff, like, him and Zach Taylor, just the way they handled that situation was great. Yeah. Um, so I think he's a great coach. He's a great person. I think it's Doug Peterson. Like, what he did with Jacksonville, going from, you know, a top two or three pick to winning that division and getting to the playoffs after starting, what, two and six or two and seven, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's a good coach. He did great things for Philly. I think the way he turned around that organization, I think he gets that one. Either – it has to be one of those two. Yeah. Uh, Shanahan, you ex- – the thing – the unfair thing here is, like, you expect Mike Vrabel would be good. You expect Zach Taylor, McDermott. Andy Reid, they'll never win the coach of the year ever again. Mm-hmm. Once your team goes 14 and three, two times, there's, there's no, you're done. Yeah. You've got to have a situation like a Peterson or DeBall, uh, Dable. Dable. Keeps want to say DeBall, um, where they just take a team that's been, you know, not so great and turn them into playoff teams. That's the only way you're getting, to, getting that award. Yeah. Or if someone gets a bunch of injuries to the team, like Shanahan lost his quarterback. Yeah. His team's still amazing. Right. I mean, you could still, I just don't see Shanahan winning that. Yeah. It is tough for him. I definitely agree with that. Uh, defensive player of the year. So we have Micah Parsons for the Cowboys, Chris Jones, which we saw a lot of yesterday, and Nick Bosa. I mean, I think it's Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're the sack leader. Yeah. Okay. Great talk, guys. Like, I don't care how many sacks are so hard to come by because if they run four yards forward, it's not a sack. If they're half quarterbacks in the league can scramble now, it's hard to take down. Right. You know, I, I just don't see – and he had to play a bunch of – gets a bunch of different quarterbacks too, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with Stafford being hurt. Then Baker came in and all that. So I, I just – I think it has to be Boza. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Parsons, Parsons and Jones are both great. Uh, Jones had his best year, I think, this year statistically. But Boza, yeah, led, led the league in sacks. He – He's just a freak. Yeah, he is. Like, he's just a big goofball. He's like, yeah. I just want to take them the quarterback. Like, he's just a goofy. Like, if you met him on the street, he's probably the nicest guy in the world. But right. He can also, you know, kill you and break you in half. Right. With one finger. Yes, one finger. <laughs> I see him do it. <laughs> yeah, Nick said, we're both agreeing on that. Yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year. So we have Tyreek Hill, uh, wide receiver with the Dolphins, Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback, Justin Jefferson, Vikings receiver, and Patrick Mahomes. So I think Mahomes won't win this because he'll win the MVP. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to do – I don't think he's the – I think he's the best quarterback, and I think he's the MVP because he's just – the reason he played with the hurt ankle is because that was the only way they're going to win that game. Um, so I think he wins MVP because of his performance in the playoffs, which, again, you're not supposed to technically consider, but 
there's a reason they wait till the end of the season to do it. Yep. Um, I, I do believe that it'll be Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill that take this because their numbers are just out of this world. I mean, mm-hmm. Jeff, Justin Jefferson almost had 2,000 yards. Yeah. Does, does that ever happen? I, I mean, I don't know. If so. does Jerry Rice has done it, it hasn't happened. Right. So, um, yeah, I think I think ultimately Tyreek Hill again is the sexier pick. So I think you you go with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, this one's a little frustrating to me because Hertz, Jefferson, and Mahomes are all finalists for the MVP. Yeah. So it's you know I would like to see, especially with quarterbacks, because the MVP has become a quarterback award. Ugh, so annoying. I would like to see like a Nick Chubb or. A Josh Jacobs yeah. on this list instead of Hurts and Mahomes, and the fact that Jefferson made it as a finalist for MVP is amazing. Um, but I I do think it's between Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson, and because I'm assuming they give the MVP to a quarterback, I think they'll give Justin Jefferson this one. Yeah, and yeah, especially since he made the MVP. Vote. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think he has the advantage. Um, I just think Tyreek is just he's Tyreek. Everyone right. knows who Tyreek is. Right. I don't know if Justin Jefferson, but I, just, I don't know why mine is different. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't explain the logic. I just I feel like the others. Something's different. Yeah. Where are your jellies? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. Okay. Pin- I'm not kidding. I'll let you start going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everywhere, Tim. Yeah. All right, last one. MVP. So we have Justin Jefferson, the lone non-quarterback as a finalist. And then you have, we mentioned Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. I'd love to know the last time someone won this award that was not in the conference championship games. Mm. I don't know it. I mean, Rodgers won last year. Well, there goes my whole <laughs> thought process. Cut, cut the video. Cut the video. I'm done. Um, yeah, uh, fair point. At, but after that, <laughs> whatever. To, God, anyway, my homes. Uh, it's my homes. It's yeah. He, he, he has the Cinderella story. He's playing on a hurt ankle. I mean, that takes six to eight weeks to heal. He, he healed it. He didn't heal. He played eight days later. He beat probably the team that has his number the most in the NFL. I, I just don't know how it's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, you kind of mentioned it at the end of the season. If Jalen Hurts had stayed healthy, yep. um, I think he would have a bigger chance at this one because um, he had a great year. And obviously, you're the quarterback on the best team in the NFC, arguably the best team in the NFL. Um but, yeah, I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he – I think he led the league in both yards and touchdowns. So, plus it's Mahomes and everybody, you know, media loves him because he's a freak. Yeah. I mean, he it's justified. Like, the things he can do, I've never seen anybody do that before. Yeah. So, I get it. So, I, I do think it's going to be Mahomes. Yeah, it's boring, but it's probably the pick. Um, I, what I hate is, like, when they – I don't like to just change things to change things. Like, you know, I feel like right. LeBron – or Steph Curry should have the MVP pretty much the last 12 years in the NBA. And it didn't happen like that, which I think right. is much bull crap. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not, oh, it's boring. Well, too bad. Then get someone else that can compete. We don't give any participation trophies here. Like, you're either the best or you're not. Like, that. that's it. Which yeah. I dislike Mahomes for manhandling us last night. Like, he's still, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah. It has to be him or Hurts. It has to be him or Hurts. Mm-hmm. Because Hurts, yeah, you're right. Hurts got knocked out and showed you how valuable he was. But he got knocked out, and he yeah. missed two games. So I, I think Mahomes takes it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mahomes takes it home. Nice. Never thought of that one. <laughs> but yeah, so those will be announced. Is it the week after the Super Bowl? I thought it was before the Super Bowl. before the Super Bowl. I don't know. Okay, 
I'm not sure. Is it on your magic internet page that tells us things? I closed it. Can you open back up? Yeah. That's what she said. That was for you, Logan. He likes it. He's, he, he cracked a couple at the dinner table. Didn't make my sister. My sister actually happy at all. Ashley Neely, my sister. Sorry, who was it? Ashley Neely, my <laughs> sister. Oh yeah, Thursday, February 9th. So it is before. Yeah, cool. they got fill. They got to do the fill in. Like, Pro Bowl's fun, but I'm really yeah. excited to watch dodgeball, eat cheese, and drink some wine. So I'm kind of interested to see what the flag football is like. I'm probably gonna. It's probably gonna be silly. It's gonna be Tyreek Hill running past everybody. What do you mean? Like, they're not, yeah. they're not gonna catch him. Like, you think yeah. I would catch a flag? If you're me, I'm definitely cheating. Like, <laughs> I'm tucking the flags in. I'm, I'm super gluing them or something. Like, there's no way they're getting the flags off. What are they gonna? That would be the funniest thing ever. If they, or if they sewed them on. Yeah. Can't, can't touch me. Can't touch me. And then switch your belt out, like, at the, like on the sideline or something. Uh, That'd be great stuff. Maybe we'll see that. I could, I could see Peyton Realine oh, coaching oh up their gosh. team for that. That'd yeah. be so hilarious. That, that honestly, that's the biggest reason you want to watch. You just to watch. The oh yeah, brothers. You yeah. see the commercial where it's like, "Mom likes the AFC more," and he's like, "No, she doesn't." He's like, "Sorry, it's mom. She calls me every morning." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the water balloon one. Where he's oh, like, I haven't seen the water He's balloon. trying to show Josh Jacobs the water balloon toss. He's like, "Your form is terrible." What are you a running back? He's like, "I, I am a running back." He's like, "Let me show you." Balloon me, and he throws it. It's a water balloon. Obviously, so it busted his hand. He's like, "Damn it!" I don't know. It's really funny. Okay, I can literally watch them eat cereal and probably laugh. Oh yeah, I just love them. They're great. Yeah, it's not weird. No, I wouldn't say that. No, I mean, I just say I love them a lot. I just, I mean, Peyton Manning won my team a Super Bowl. I would do anything for that man. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't understand that, but fair enough. Hey, man, Von Miller. Yeah, that's true. Von Miller, Miller really did it. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Right. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about uh, is the I – I don't know if I want to talk about that. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I, here's the one thing I want to talk about because I, I do want to talk to the Cowboys. So, Kellen Moore was the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys probably last like three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets fired because apparently he's the one throwing interceptions. Yeah, he's the problem. Yeah, he's the problem. <laughs> that's for sure. He'd throw those interceptions in the divisional round. Right. Um, and, or in the wild card round. Division, it doesn't matter. Um and he gets he gets hired on immediately by the Chargers as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Now, typically in these situations, when a coordinator gets let go, a bunch of teams don't typically go and hire them right up as a coordinator. Usually, there's an off year. There's a hey, we're bringing in for the quarterback coach. We're gonna usually you take a step down and back for at least a year. Show your skill. You go up. It's like a head coach. You just don't mm-hmm. fire a head coach and go. So like Hackett didn't go anywhere. He went back to the Jets to be an offensive coordinator because right. they knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't really – I think the fact that the Chargers signed him saying, like, it's very obvious you're not the problem. You've done a very good job with that offense. Mm-hmm. I think that says wonders for what actually is happening in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you guys haven't kept up with it, the Dallas thing. So, their defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, interviewed – so, he used to be the head coach of the Falcons. He was the head coach when they were up 28-3 against the Patriots and lost. Um, obviously he didn't, wasn't able to keep his job and then went to Dallas to be the defensive coordinator. He's interviewed for head coaching jobs the last two years. Uh, he didn't get one last year, which Denver thought they would. And the, he interviewed with Denver again this year because they had another coaching opening, which (laughs) is great. Um, but then he came out with a statement after it, it was, sometime last week after their loss and was basically like, there's unfinished business here in Dallas. So I'm going to stay. Yeah. So the 
kind of rumors that have been going around, Jerry Jones is committed to Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Quotations. Yes. But Mike McCarthy is not a young guy. He's like 59 or 60. So he potentially could be retiring or just be out in the next couple of years. Yeah. And Dan Quinn's like, well, I want to be the head coach of the Cowboys, so I'm just going to stick around. Yeah. Which is smart. It's happened before. Yeah. So then they needed to fire somebody. So that became Kellen Moore. And he goes to the Chargers who have, like, their fans were wanting Brandon Staley to get fired. Yeah. So now you have this legit offensive coordinator who, I mean, Dallas was a top offense. Oh, yeah. Top 10 offense. Yeah. Um, And he's coming in to work with Justin Herbert. He already groomed a quarterback in Dak Prescott who was not supposed to be who he is. No, his fifth-round pick. For for the fifth, he wasn't supposed to be as talented as he is. Yeah. So it seems to me like this could be like Brandon Staley is on the hot seat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, he's cursed. They can't win playoff right. games. He can't make the playoffs. I mean, um, I mean, I guess they made it this year, but they can't. They can't win anything uh, in the playoffs. So yeah, you have to do. You, 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 the 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 truth is, you have a window. Everyone has a window. Like as soon as you have to pay Herbert, which is coming, because if Burrow's getting paid, I promise you. Herbert's going to get paid. If yeah. it's not this year, it's going to be next year because no one's not paying that man. Mike Williams isn't young. Like, you're not going to have these guys forever. Eckler's probably got two more dominant years left. Like, you got to win now. Mm-hmm. We start paying people, people start aging. Like, you're done. Yep. So, you got to win now. Yes. Of course, he's on the hot seat. He can't win. Now, he, he should be able to do if the Bengals lost like they did, the Chargers do. I think Zach Taylor would be fired by now. Yeah. We get knocked out in the first round, like the last two years. I just don't, I don't see him being there. Mm-hmm. Then it looks like Burrow got them there, and Zach had nothing to do with it. That that's my opinion. Which I mean, her, the Chargers are good because of Herbert. Yeah, like he is the one that is carrying that team, and you know, Brandon Staley. It, the games that I remember, it seems like he had some questionable coaching decisions, whether it was time management or going forward on a fourth down in a weird spot. Like, yeah, I know there were a lot of complaints with Chargers fans about him. So now you get Callum Moore, see what happens with the offense. Uh, and then there's still a bunch of head coaching vacancies out there. So we're going to see what happens with those. That's true. Yeah, I am really curious. I feel like, I feel like McCarthy needs to go. Um, I, I think he's bad. I, I think the only reason he's even got a job is because he inherited Rogers, mm-hmm. and he just Rogers was like, yeah. He's like, keep, keep going, you're doing great, bud. And then we had one bad year, and he got fired, and because he's not a good coach, yeah. And then he inherited a, a talent wise, awesome Dallas Cowboys team. He just can't seem to get him over the hump. Yeah. So, and I'm sure Dan Quinn is helping a lot. Oh, um, absolutely. Like that defense was solid. The defense is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. We'll see who the Broncos get. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the big thing to remember out there. Sean Payton is floating around. Sean Payton is still out. That's a first-round pick. When was the last time we saw a coach be traded for? Was it Belichick? He was. Um, in the NFL. I know yeah. Doc Rivers got traded for like six, seven years Yeah, ago. they were talking about somebody. I forget who it was. I thought it. I thought in my lifetime, I think it was Belichick. That was yeah. Traded. I think he went from Cleveland to the Patriots. Yeah. I think Par- Parcells was traded. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's something that doesn't That's happen weird. every day. It's weird. Uh, but, yeah, Sean Payton, is he's a very sought-after. So, we'll see who wants to cop up the first. And the Broncos do have a first-round pick. They do. Yeah. Um, the other thing, you have to pay Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. Like, they were not paying Nathaniel Hackett that much yeah. compared to what Sean Payton would get. 
So it'll be interesting. That's true. But yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, 28th pick, I'll trade that for a good coach. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. But that, uh, that is the conference championships. Uh, we'll be back here next uh, Tuesday with the Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll be live. Uh, I, I don't know. You want to do Facebook? Or, I say we do. I don't know. Facebook or Instagram? We probably do both. We we'll probably do both. We're going to fit. Well, we don't have a Facebook. No, you're all I do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be live on Instagram yeah. uh, next Sunday, probably uh, between like three and four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you guys want to tune in, check us out, just just say hi. Uh, and we'll record it. Obviously, I'll cut it up and put it on the Instagram for you guys to take little clips of and stuff and enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll do the cheese challenge. Oh, yeah. Do a few vomits. No big deal. Spit takes. Yeah, spit hard. <laughs> Vomit take. Well, actually, I'm trying Perfect. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we'll do that and then we'll have the Super Bowl preview uh, next Tuesday. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, e- even though. Uh, yeah. It can't be in every year. That's true. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Oh, so I'm looking forward to it. And that's it. So anyway, um, that, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yep. Uh, follow us on a- uh, Instagram at Average Joe's Football Podcast. Uh, like I said, if you message us, I will, I will read it out loud. JG Whitworth. Nationwide, people. <laughs> it's a hot take. It's probably been like that for 30 years. I had no idea. We didn't know. Message us, like like us, tell your friends. It'll be fun. And then tune into our cheese next Sunday. Oh, yeah. See so, you guys. See you.